Hey, thanks for joining us on the No Limits Church podcast. Here at No Limits, we are dedicated to helping you live your best life. And it's a journey that we call pursuing limitless life in Jesus. And we're doing it all for one reason, so that our lives can impact the world. So wherever you're listening from, we pray that you are encouraged and empowered by this week's message. Well, y'all, good morning. So good to see you. The last Sunday service of the year. Always the core people that show up to this service. There's actually a lot of churches that choose not to have a service on this Sunday of the year, but hey, why not? Coon's got a good message for us that I'm excited about. Y'all, I'm really excited about 2020. Like, I, I have this expectation, and I'm actually going to share with you after Coon, God's given me kind of a word for our church for the year, 2020. So I'm really excited about that. Excited to kick off a new series uh, next week called It's Time. Now's the time. It's going to be good stuff. But I'm going to hand it over to Coonrod, our Mexico missions leader. I asked him to, to do most of the message in English today instead of Spanish, so we'll see how he does. Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, it's actually all planned to be in English today, so you're in luck. So you can see the title of, or the start right here, Goodbye 2019. I think I share a lot of sentiment with a lot of other people that there was a lot of ups and downs in 2019. I'm ready for it to go. Not because God didn't do his job. God did an amazing uh, work in 2019, but I'm ready for it to go because I'm, I share a cage vision. I'm ready to see what's in store for 2020. But last message of 2019, this is what, so no pressure on me, okay? So... Um, but remember, you guys remember Mark's message two weeks ago? Uh, he had the three promises from God. Do y'all remember what they were? Because Mark doesn't. Um, <laughs> I actually had to go back and re-listen to it again. I remembered one of them. But uh, he, you know, he, God promises to supply the Holy Spirit. He, he promises to supply our needs. And he promised victory over death. And... Uh, I, I talked to Mark after the message when he preached two weeks ago, and I said, I, I can't wait because I was already excited about what God laid on my heart three weeks ago before Mark, and uh, me and Mark didn't talk about it. We never talk about what we're going to preach, and we always seem to tie our messages together one way or the other. So, guys, um, it's just important. Remember them three promises today when, when I'm talking about this stuff. So how was your 2019? Was it good? Yeah. Was it bad? Or was it ugly? <laughs> Here we go again. All right. <laughs> I, I got to get some new material. That's twice this year. I can't do that again. So Mark's thinking goodbye 2019. Um, but no, holiday season. I, I really love this time of year. Um, you know, the the city, uh, I work for the city of Tulsa. They give me a lot of days off um, this time of year. I get two days for Thanksgiving, two days for Christmas. I'm off Wednesday. And so when you're saving your vacation time, you can build it around those days and really take an extended pay, you know, and it's really great. Um, so, but ne- New Year's next week, guys, 1st of January. Anybody celebrating? Whoop-de-woo. All right. <laughs> um, but no, New Year's is great um, because we get a another... There we go. We get another year of failed resolutions. Is that right? I mean, you guys, everybody fall into that trap of I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start something new. And January 1st is the first day I'm going to do it. I'm going to lose weight. Huh? 
I'm going to quit being addicted to something. I'm going to stop doing something stupid. Whatever it is you're going to stop. Everybody picks January 1st for some reason. And then January 3rd rolls around and we have another year of failed resolutions. (laughs) So I want to talk to you guys today about some resolution dilution. We're going to do away with New Year's resolutions, um, the old-fashioned style. I'm going to put a little, little God spin on it. But we, all, we have to admit, guys, we all need a little bit of this resolution dilution. There's nothing wrong with resolutions, but they have to last longer than three days to make a difference. And a resolution needs to be a lifelong change. And do they align with God's Word? That's really important. So are you making commitments that you can't keep? It was about, I'm going to tell myself, um, 16-something years ago when I first met Shalina and... No, it was 17. She'll kill me. I know she's going to listen to this, and you better get it right. Um, It was 17 years ago when I first met her, and um, I took her hunting. I mean, that was what I did. And we went hunting, and I remember sitting there in the woods, and um, I remember, like, just thinking, I really want to kind of hold on to this woman, you know, and and, um, I got to make some changes about me. And then I completely lost track of about me and focused on the fact that I was deer hunting and I made a promise with God. I said, God, if you put a deer in front of me, I'll quit chewing tobacco. (laughs) He put a deer in front of me and I missed and I didn't quit chewing tobacco. (laughs) It took up until about two years ago before I, I, I quit. And I didn't quit because I felt guilty or I didn't, I didn't quit because um, Shalina was nagging me to, to make health changes or anything like that. It was a choice that I made for myself because uh, I wanted to live, I want to start living healthier. And I have to take it one step at a time. And so it, maybe, maybe God, God kept his promise. He put a deer in front of me. I didn't ask him to kill one, but I didn't hold up mine in the bargain. He knew that going into there. He thought, you silly fool, you're going to wait 16 years, 15 years to quit doing this. So, but aren't you glad that God doesn't break his promises? See, really, resolutions, in a sense, are really foolish, okay? And, and you have no control over tomorrow, next month, next season. You just have day-to-day living. The book of James is great because it always slaps you in the face. And I want to look at chapter 4, 13 through 16. It says, Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell, and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even but a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall do this or we shall do that. But now you boast in your arrogance, and all such boasting is evil. I mean, James is putting it down for real, guys, and... And think about that. I mean, do you, can you guarantee even tonight that you're going to have tonight? There's no guarantee for that, no guarantee that you're even going to have tomorrow. Now, don't misinterpret it, okay? Don't, don't do it. I'm not giving you a free pass to live like the devil. What I'm saying is simply just don't put your stock in tomorrow. Live your best life according to God's Word today. And maybe you should start by praying and asking God what changes need to happen. You say, I have to be careful when I ask because I have to get specific. If I was to just say, God, what you want me to change, I'm going to need a ton of paper to write all this stuff down because I got a lot of problems. I got, you know, I'm, I'm really telling all myself, I got issues that need fixed. I've got a bad temper. You know, I'm, I've got an addiction to sugar that we're fixing to, I've already started on, so y'all pray for me. Um, that's hard, you guys. That's hard. It's in everything, and it's toxic. And I'm already starting to feel better, and I'm already starting to see weight come off, but 
Um, I got to stay on it for me, for my kids. But after prayer, be patient. Um, you have to always meet God in the middle. And, you know, I'm thinking, well, what, what, what do you mean by that, Coon? Well, this is what I mean. God, God gave, um, gave it in, in James chapter 5, 7, and 8. says, Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruits of the earth, waiting patiently for it until he receives the early or latter rain? You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Those fruits of the earth had to be planted. They didn't just fall there by themselves. The farmer can't expect fruit from the rain if he doesn't plant the seed. You can't sit there and expect God to bless you if you're not doing your end of the bargain. He wants you to get up. He wants you to go do something, put in some effort, show him just how serious you are to commit to that resolution that you're making with him. All right? So here's a, here's a, here's a resolution idea. Psalms chapter 51, verses 10 and 11. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Think about that for a minute. Let that sink in. Spend 2020 getting closer to God, and everything else will take care of itself. His Holy Spirit, it's amazing, guys. You're feeling pain, the Holy Spirit's there. It comforts. If you're happy about something, the Holy Spirit's there celebrating with you. You got allergies, the Holy Spirit will heal you. <laughs> Look in Colossians chapter 3, 14 and 15. It says, But of all, above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. See, creating a clean spirit, staying in the presence of the Holy Spirit, and putting on love, that's the bond of perfection Then the best way to start out this new year. So better yet, let's start out each day this way. Remember, we're not promised 2020. You're not promised that you're going to make it to January 1st. But I guarantee a better day and a better year with these attitude changes. And I'm speaking to myself. I've, I've got a lot of work to do on me. I've got to get better about um, my, out, my outlook in life. Um, my daily, I wake up, I'm a morning person. I'm the person that most everybody hates because I'm chipper. I don't even need coffee, coffee to be in a good mood. But, um, man, you get me juiced up with that caffeine and it's over. So y'all need to keep up if you're around me in the morning. Um, but you don't, guys, don't make promises you can't keep. Don't tell God, I'm going to do this if you do that. Don't do that to don't do that to yourself because you're going to end up falling short. You're going to end up disappointing yourself, and and just just do you. Let God work with you on your own time, your own one-on-one relationship. This is not about um, checking some box off on a piece of paper. It's about living your best life according to God's word. Um, so let God make promises in you because He can keep them. That's not your job. That's His job. So, really quick message today. The, the, the people in the, in the nursery and the children's rooms are really going to love me. Um, but it was short and sweet because there's really not much more to talk about on that. There's, there's the, uh, the simple message in just putting God first and, and praying that He is in your daily life. And uh, if, if we could just go ahead and dim the lights real quick and get some soft music playing. I just want to kind of get real with you guys this morning. 
Go ahead and put your head down and let's just let's close our eyes for a minute and let's just reflect on the inside. God doesn't break his promises. He promised the Holy Spirit to never leave you, to conquer death through his victory. And you can promise him something all day, but he already knows whether or not you can keep it. So why are you going to take that chance? Instead, take a chance on God. And there ain't no better time than right now. While you're sitting there reflecting, think about this. Guys, the devil will lie to you. Jesus is the truth. The devil wants to destroy you. Jesus wants to give you life. The devil wants you to live in confusion and walk life in circles. Jesus is the way and his path is straight and true. I've got one last verse for you guys this morning I want you to think about, and it's really better to hear it than it is to read it. It's found in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13. Some of you may already know this. This is the reason why we're here. It says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. God doesn't care what color your skin is. He doesn't care what you did in the past. He doesn't care what you're doing tomorrow. Right now, he cares about right now. He wants you. If you haven't given your life to Jesus, now's the time to do it. And, just, and, and if you have doubt, let's clear it up. You know, make it right where you're sitting right now. Pray, God, just clear this confusion for me. Make it clear. Do I have you in me? Am I saved by your grace? Did your blood that was shed on that cross wash away my sins? If your answer is yes, then let's, then let's think about, God, what can I do? Where is my resolution with you this morning? Where can my changes be? But if it wasn't you, if God said, you still need me and I want you to come home, then you need to just pray real quick and where you sit, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the things that I've done in my past. But God, I want, I want you in my life. I want you to save me from myself and from my sins, wash me clean. Thank you, God, for your promises and your, and your word. And thank you, God, for promising never to leave me or forsake me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, you guys. Hey, God is good, amen? Let's go ahead and bring the lights back up. I'm going to take a few minutes real quick and talk about Mexico. Um, we've got a trip coming up in June and why in the world are we talking about it now? Because June will be here before anybody knows it. And so we need to start talking now. We need to start planning. Um, we've got some flyers out there on the table that have, um, a general overview of the trip coming up. It has cost, estimated cost per people. And those costs are based on 10 individuals 10 individuals going so if less people go on the trip than 10 then 
those costs will go up, but trust me, it's not that bad. Um, we're talking right now 10 people going 650 a person. So that's, that's everybody driving. So normally we have two methods of getting down, either flying or driving. We're going to alternate those years. We're going to keep the team together in whatever the travel mode is. So this year, everybody's going, you're driving. And we're going to carpool so that we're not taking 12 different cars to Mexico. We're going to cram everybody into two sardine cans. Vámonos. Viva la México. Every time but once that I've gone down, I've driven. And you think, oh, man, eight to ten hours a day in a car with people that I may not like. That's exactly what it is, but it's a lot of fun. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. Um, I shared my... First trip with my wife, I shared with the Dovers. We we split the car, and uh, I hear some of y'all griping already. Like Dover, what'd you do? Um, we had an excellent time. It was a blast, and really the fun didn't start until we got into Mexico, because there's no there's no laws, so to speak. Um, they're they're merely suggestions. It's like the white circle around a stop sign. You you don't have to come to a complete stop. I'm teasing. Any of you young drivers. Um, but next year, so if driving is not your thing, uh, next year, 2021, everybody that goes, you're getting a plane ticket. Now, price is going to go up. It'll almost double. Um, but that's just is what it is. So I will uh, be available for several minutes afterwards to discuss um, particulars with the Mexico trip. There's uh, time to start saving now. There's some contracts that we have to sign, and um, a few things have changed about the ministry down there. So uh, plan now and hope for the best, right? Amen. So I'm, I'm done yakking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remove myself from the stage and turn it over to Cade. He's got a few things he wants to t- uh, share with everybody. So thank you guys for listening to me. Thank you, sir. That's a good word. Who's going on the Mexico trip? Anybody like kind of playing with the idea? $650 is like the cheapest missions trip you'll ever go on. So if funds are the issue, this is the year to go since we're driving. Because like you said, next year it'll be about 1300 whenever they fly. So still a great trip. It's worth it. We've had a lot of people that have gone. Well, I told you guys that the Lord's given me a word like for this year or for 2020 coming up. And then actually during worship, like I had another, I closed my eyes and he gave me a visual of just a rose like blooming. The word that he gave me before that though is this is going to be the year of wholeness, the year of completeness, the year where all the pieces just kind of come together and everything just kind of makes sense. And not just for our church, but for us as individuals too. Like some of us have businesses that have been out on the fringes and like this is the year where it's going to come together. Amen. So but the rose thing, that was cool because then Coonrod talked about the whole farming thing and how you have to plant the seed and you have to be patient and you have to wait. And that's kind of the season we've been in, the patient and waiting and, and expecting. The seed's been planted and the stem's grown up and it's, the bulb is there. And 2020 is whenever the the rose blooms. And what that means is that everybody around us is going to be able to enjoy its beauty. Like, this is a year where we get to really make a difference in our community. I really believe that, guys, and and I'm really excited about what's going to happen in 2020. It's going to be good stuff. 
But hey, you guys remember a few weeks ago when it was, uh, we had our first ever Legacy Sunday? And then I, at the end of the message, I asked you guys to consider making a legacy offering this year. And that's something that we've never done. Well, you all stepped up to the plate. And uh, our income for December is about three times the, the normal average for our monthly income. Like some people really stepped up and gave a legacy offering. And that's really going to set us off into a great new year, get us set up great. But one thing that we did is we took the opportunity to use those extra, extra funds and make a legacy offering as a church into the outreaches that we support. So basically, we just doubled up. And so we sent an extra $1,000 to Mexico this month. So we sent them $2,000 total. We sent an extra $500 to Don't Look Back Ministry this month. So we sent them $1,000 total. And then we sent an extra thousand dollars to the Philippines to help them finish up that church. So, and then we sent an extra five hundred dollars to Pregnancy Resource Center just to say, hey, we love you guys and we appreciate what you're doing in our community. So that's what Legacy is all about. Yeah. It's incredible. And speaking of the Philippines, Ethan, did you get a chance to load up that video? They sent us a video, so I want you guys to take a look at this. So that is actually in the building that we just built over there. They, they had a service. Look how many people showed up. <laughs> yeah, they're already busted out of the seams. Isn't that incredible? And uh, you guys remember when uh, Pastor Mark said that his goal is for us to build a church every year over there? So there's our 2019 church. I'm looking forward to the 2020 church. See what God's doing there. Yeah. So, but if you're still wanting to make a year-end legacy offering, you're like, Kate, I, I want to do that. I just haven't done it yet. You have a few days left until the end of the year, I think. What's January 1st is on Wednesday. And so you can give that, um, as long as you give it by the end of Tuesday online, then that'll count towards your 2019 giving if you're kind of looking for that tax deduction or anything like that. So just want to let you guys know. And if you're prepared to give today, here's how you do it. If you're giving by cash or check, just raise your hand for an offering envelope and one of our ushers will bring that to you. Or um, if you want to give using a debit or credit card, there's the instructions on the screen. Or if you're listening online right now, head to nolimits.fyi and tap that giving button, and that'll get you where you need to go. All right, let's pray over our offering. Lord, we thank you so much for what you're doing through this church. And Lord, we thank you for, for the vision that you're still unleashing of the, the rose blooming. And, and God, we want to step into that. We want to be your light in the darkness. So use us in a mighty way. We ask that you take this offering and multiply it as it goes out, multiply it in our own lives as well, because the more we have, the more we can give. And so we thank you that you bless us with more than we need so that we can be a blessing to those around us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us. And a special thanks to those that give into our ministry. It's because of your generous giving that we're able to lead people to Jesus and make a difference all around the world. If you're ready to give, head to your browser and type nolimits.fyi into the address bar. And hey, if you were encouraged by this podcast, hit that share button and pass it on so that others can be encouraged as well. Or you can even take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. Thanks again for listening and God bless you.